podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to your AI Fantasy Football Show. I am your reluctant host this week, um, Guy Drinkle, and joining me are my two regulars, Jay and Simon. How are you doing, Jay? I'm doing great this week. Uh, finally, a positive week in fantasy football for me, so obviously I was always going to make an appearance this week, and I've climbed in the fantasy football money league for the AI, so why not come on and shout from the rooftops? I have not done any of that. Um and Simon, how are you doing, my friend? Very well. I also have had a pretty nice score and have climbed up to, I think, fifth in the Money League. And I'm thinking about how I'm going to spend that sweet, sweet cash next summer. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's fucking Harry Kane. Um, yeah. Let's get into it then. Jay, how do you do? Um, I had a pretty solid week this week, as I said. Uh, average was 44. As you know, I always hover around the average, but this week I almost doubled that uh, to a point. I got 77. Um, obviously, his star performer was Mo Salah, which I said last week. Obviously, he was the he was the captain. He always is when he's at Anfield. So, we got 30 points, two goals, obviously. Um I did make a couple of transfers, one of them being I took Callum Wilson out and put Timu Pukki in, which I'm sure probably several thousand of uh, FBL players have also done this week. So he notched up a nice 11 points. Um, other big point scorers were Tom Heaton, keeping out the mighty Everton, uh, who got a clean sheet, his first clean sheet of the season. That was six points. And finally, Jamie Vardy got off the mark, much to his delight in front of the Sheffield United fans, being an ex Sheffield Wednesday player, he notched up eight points. Um, I would have been much more had Liverpool managed to keep a clean sheets, considering I put Van Dijk in my defence also and Alexander-Arnold. So that probably cost me around about 10 points in total off the top uh, of my other total. And then around the rest of the team, I got a couple of uh, single figures, obviously. At Max Adams from Norwich, he's purely in for assists. Uh, Bernardo Silva failed to Impressed again. Uh, Sabayos got absolutely bullied out the game by Ginny Wijnaldum and Jordan Anderson. And Obermeyanga still in Joel Matip's pockets, so we only got five. Um, so, yeah, pretty solid week going into this week. The only disappointment is Martial is orange with a potential injury, but obviously we're going to discuss that later on. Yeah, yeah, we'll discuss. There's a couple injuries of... Uh emerging players um so we'll discuss them in a bit um simon your your team yeah so i did very well as well um i got 65 points pretty much uh most Hall- got most of them and then i had sterling and martial i picked up a few points in midfield and i also brought in um pookie last week who got 11 point return and my defense once again got Combined total of like five points or something stupid. So no clean sheets, and I still have a Watford defender in my team, so that's pretty hilarious. Um, 
But apart from that, pretty happy. I also have the same issue with Martial as well. The injury is a bit of a pain in the house, especially because I only brought him in quite recently. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about Martial and, and and we'll add in Mount on that one as well. Um, bit of a bugger, bit of a bugger. But we'll go for my team. I got forty eight points, got a minus eight because the game fucked me over last week. Thanks FPL, your app's great. Um. Try to play my wild card last week, but it wouldn't let me because I did the transfers. <laughs> Dickhead. Um, but yeah, Henderson got me one, Van Dyke got me two, Sayonchu got me five, but I think that was a assist rather than anything defensive. Zinchenko two, Salah got me 15, if only. If bloody only. Um, De Bruyne got me five, Martial got me five, Trossard two, Jota two, he's been crap as well. Pookie 11, the hero that he is. And the big one, Harry Kane, triple captain, got me six points. Six points at Newcastle, at home to Newcastle, who got togged by Norwich the week before. I don't think Harry Kane had a touch in the box apart from when he was diving like an absolute fucking prick he is. Because he's an arsehole. Fucking can't even dive properly anymore. Arsenal. Guys, banker of the week, that wasn't it, last weekend. Did we, uh, How can recall? he not score against Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> shit. Guy Drinkle has been officially Steve Bruce. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Who've Newcastle, <laughs> Newcastle got next? Let's have a look. This weekend? Yeah. Um, they are. Home to Watford. Watford. Home yeah, to Watford. Watford. Watford are definitely winning that five fucking nil. 100%. I hope so, because I need a buffer clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> and Spurs, Spurs goes away at Arsenal. But I'm telling you, Harry Kane's got to score. Yeah. We must know it is the 1st of September, and we all know Harry Kane does not get going until September. So, Guy, you might have just gone a little too soon on that triple captain. It's Newcastle. Yeah, you've definitely been Steve Bruce. <laughs> it's Newcastle. Even Steve, even Steve Bruce probably played as triple captain on Harry Kane, to be fair. God. Uh, I have him on fun tracks as well. Fucking arsehole. Um, <laughs> I'm open for trade on that prick. Um, right. Right. The rat is over. It's not. I've got it listed at least three more times in the, in the agenda. Kane will be officially Kane. <laughs> yeah, it is. Fuck Harry Kane. Every couple lines on this one. Right. Um, so we'll start off with my dilemma. Harry Kane's pissed me off so I've played my wild card this week even though as I said I wanted to play it last week but game being shit. Um, so yeah I'll go for my new team. Um, but, 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 right I've gone I've got Pope in goal because Burnley are a lot better than Sheffield United and I know he's got us next but why not? Taking uh, the hit. Yeah. But even if, I mean, there's potential to save points against us, isn't there? And I think his fixtures aren't too bad afterwards as well. Yeah, he's got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six. they have he's really got nice six fixtures decent, after. Yeah, he's got six decent fixtures after us. So, And Burnley are Burnley. I probably should have got Pope in the first place. Um, Still got Van Dijk, still got Sayonchu, still got Zinchenko. Then Salah, De Bruyne, Martial Mount, still the same. 
Wesley, Pookie and Aguero. So I've got Wesley for Jota and Aguero for Kane. And then on my bench, I've got Lundstrom over Gibson because Lundstrom actually plays. And, um, yeah, there's my new look team. But in terms of playing the wildcard, I know, like, free, whatever it was, free transfers or four transfers isn't too much. But with Martial and Mount, I'm sure that affects quite a lot of people as well. I, I thought I might as well safeguard it because if Martial... And Mountain both play, that means I've got to play one of Trossard against Man City, Montoya against Man City, or Lundstrom against Chelsea. So I, I will need to change that if that if they're uh, confirmed to be injured. But I will wait for the press conferences with them too. Um, so, do you think... Well, what, what do you make of the team first, shall I say? I like the front line a lot. That's probably that's probably what I'd have went with. I think if I was gonna use the wild cards, something along those lines. I try if you can get squeeze the money to try get Trent over Van Dyke. I think he could be just because he's a lot he has a lot more threat. Um, and who who was the the what was the midfield again? Uh, Salah, KDB, Martial, Mount, and then Trossard and. Uh, yeah, Trossard on the bench. Would you go? How much is he? He's five He's million. Is six, he? I think. Okay, you could go for what's his face, um, Cantwell, maybe to make a bit of money mm. and bump Van Dyke to Trent, maybe or something like that, or Wesley to Barnes. I'm not sure if that would be enough money though. But no, I think it's good. I think he he's a good pick as well. So. And I don't know, like I don't think Cantwell is really gonna score a lot. I think mm. he's just been it, quite. He hasn't got great. But he's well. I, even though I just actually put him into my team, he doesn't have amazing underlying stats. He's definitely more of a a nicer bench option than a person that you'd play often. Yeah, I think, the fact, right. yeah. I think the fact that I have Pookie as well. I don't want to. Over, yeah. I don't want to go too hype on. Uh, I've got both of them. I yeah, that, that's so thing. wrong when I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you said if you said like five weeks ago you'd have double Norwich by game week what three or whatever, <laughs> be like no me. Yep. <laughs> uh, I shamefully have triple Norwich. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Oh, uh, I know I have their third choice goalkeeper as well. I would. <laughs> I've got a. I say I've got Max Allen's in defence, but I think he's probably up for. Up for change probably in about three or four weeks unless he starts to knock in a few assists. And then as myself, I've also gone Cantwell uh, purely on the fact that he features every week. Um, I did change Adama Traore you as my first sub off my bench Bastard. for Cantwell. So that was my first first and only transfer this week. I'm sorry to disappoint you, guy, but Adama is out. Um, if only he was but, a defender like he is in real life. <laughs> well, a defender by nature, but can't defend. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> I, I mean, I've only purely put Cantwell in, but he'll probably sit on my bench. Or if Martial doesn't feature this week, uh, I'll put him in the starting lineup. And then obviously, I reckon most of fancy football have jumped onto Team Pookie now. But you've said you've got Aguero. Is that right in the front line? Yeah, needs must. Look at the fixtures. Yeah, you've only got to look at the fixtures and the fact that Jesus has picked up a knock, so Tis Aguero man, is Tis likely... Man City, though, they'll just, like... 
he's likely I, I don't to feature at least in every game. <laughs> yes, I don't want to get in bother, but he'll be fit sooner or later. Than later. <laughs> oh, he'll go and see a specialist, we could say, um, <laughs> in recovery. He'll come back looking like Frankenstein uh, somehow. <laughs> yeah, he'll have quads the size of Carlos, but, you know, yeah. um, it's all legal tender. Um, obviously, yeah, I, I do want to go out on myself, and I've got a Bamiang who probably is teetering on the edge of potential transfer, but he always just seems to nip up with goals. It's a bit strange Aguero's one mil higher than him, because Aubameyang did outscore him in the Premier League, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did, yeah. but I think with Aguero, you probably get the potential for maybe more assists than the fact that City yeah. probably rack up an average of three goals a game, where Arsenal, it's one and a half to two. Yeah, it is weird actually yeah because he's the same price as sterling see that's the problem i'd have is that you've basically gone for aguero and de bruyne over sterling and one other one as well so it's hard to pick between them two isn't it it's very hard hard. i'd have to go de bruyne to sterling but i'd probably have to like you would maybe sacrifice salah for money would you be able to do Sterling to uh, to do Sterling in for De Bruyne? You'd probably need what like three million, though, wouldn't you? Uh, it's quite yeah. expect- like there's a huge price gap. I think De Bruyne is probably going to make a, a mockery of his of his um, price tag, yeah. nine point five or what is it nine point well nine point seven now. But, I, you know, I think he's going to. If, if I got if I took KDB out and put Sterling in, that means I'd and I took Martial out as well, just for an example, I'd I'd be able to get a five mil midfielder. Cantwell, there you go. It's all it's written <laughs> in the stars. <laughs> Everyone wants him. He's trying to sell him to you, guy. He's trying to sell him. I don't want double though. <laughs> I triple Dorrit. It's too bad. There's not really a lot of five. Million is there? No, not How really. much is McGuinn? He's probably more five, than that now, six, isn't he? Probably five two, isn't he? Five six McGuinness. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, he he'd be my other kind of yeah. option, but the only other one maybe you could look at a bargain with field will probably feature through his Den Donker. Yeah, a four and a half, but he doesn't get much in terms of going forward. And at the moment, Wolves can't keep a clean sheet to save their lives, so. And he didn't yeah. play the last match either, so I actually got—I actually don't know what's happening with him. He was playing in Europe, I think. He played yeah. in Torino. So they're, they're suffering from the Europa League syndrome, where they, they're struggling to play on a Thursday and then fill in on a Saturday or a Sunday. I could get rid of Van Dijk and get Matip in. Big Joe. I... Would probably say Matip at the moment is probably a shoe in a centre half for us. He, he's more I'm than likely the best defender in the league at the moment. He's I probably think. more than likely to start the next few games for us as well. I think so, yeah. He has to. Best well, thing about like... wild, the best thing about wildcard is I can just experiment all yeah. the time. <laughs> it's good fun. <laughs> um, the debate probably comes up to, if anyone come across Klopp's comments at the weekend. I think it was in the German uh, newspaper or German article where he was saying Trent had to work the most hardest out of all the team. He was doing the most work, which kind of suggested to me that it might be a game where he's left out against Burnley because 
the aerial presence and he might put Gomez back in at right back just to try and counteract the Burnley presence. But then that also negates oh, a lot of our attacking play because he's probably um, one of, if not the most um, attacking threat. Robbo's not, apart from Robbo's not doing too well going forward either, is he? To be fair. No, but then I think that also comes from the fact that Mane will probably hold his position wide more often than Salah does. Salah will, lock, mm. will roam, given Trent more space, where Mane will like to hold a position out wide, and that probably blocks up a lot of his avenues. True, true. Right. I'm still tinkering. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, what else did we have to talk about? Um... Yeah, so you you've both done your transfers. Just to confirm, I mean, you've got Cantwell in for a dammer, haven't you, Jay? Who did you get Cantwell in for? Say, Dan Dunker, and I also ah. got uh, I also got Kevin De Bruyne in for Lucas Mora. That's a good one because Lucas. Well, yeah, he's not, I I didn't well. I only I missed the last twenty of the Newcastle game, but he just looked like a mess when I saw. Plus Son's yeah, back. and, and Ali's on his way back, and it's all yeah. yeah. And, and going Spurs off, just look great. Yeah, going off their performance, they're going to have to rush in Lucelso, and if Ericsson's staying, reintegrate him. Yeah, somehow. Um. So yeah, yeah. Um. But on the topic of Spurs being shit, fuck Harry Kane. Um. I mean, how much of a worry is that? Because, I mean, not, I, I don't think many are highly owned, because uh, probably apart from Harry Kane, being a big letdown. Um, what is that, like, even from a non-fantasy point of view, that that's a worry now. I know they've got the August curse and everything like that, but not being able to beat Newcastle at home, that, like, smells of Arsenal, like, recently. <laughs> it, it really, no, like, we, we yeah. all think... Like I know they were missing Endombele, who's already quite key because their midfield's got Sissoko in. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a very weird situation for Tottenham. If they, like we all, most people thought they'd be able to get closer to the top two, I know they drew with Man City, but that that result screams to me they're still very much in the top four race rather than secured third. So I mean, what what's wrong with Spurs? And from a fantasy impact, how does that impact us fantasy wise, Jay? I think um, whether it's be to be believed or not, uh, our friend on Twitter, Indy Kalia, put out that Pochettino was being lined up or talking to Manchester United about becoming their manager next season, and the rumor he put out there again, pinch of salt if you're going to believe it or not, was that was leaked before the game. And a few Spurs players picked that up on Twitter, obviously, were then questioning the commitment to the manager. Um, again, it's all hearsay, whether it's true or not. But for me, uh, the gap has already been shown between ourselves and Man City and the rest of the league. Spurs were very, very lucky to get out of the Etihad with a draw. Um, not many teams will go there and get points, and not many teams will go there and receive the hammer that they get and come away with less than a three or four goal hammering. So they were very lucky to escape that one. But something does not seem right. Um, they've, attacked, they, they've addressed the attacking issues that they were probably short of in terms of getting in Enderbele, Lo Celso, um, and bulking up the sort of the squad depth. But they've lost a few players around the back. And 
I don't think they've really strengthened. There's also question marks over uh, Vertonghen and Alderweireld, whether they're committed to the club or not. And mm. there's, all, there's always question marks over Hugo Lloris as, as a goalkeeper anyway. So I don't think when you step back and have a look at the actual business that they've done, they, they've done well in terms of they got some big names in, but they haven't actually truly addressed probably an issue where they need another commanding centre-half at the back. And obviously, they let Trippier go. He was an option for the rotation at right-back and they didn't really truly replace him. They, they brought Walker pieces through, but I think he's been found out already in the Premier League. So, I think, with, as yeah, you say, Spurs, like, yeah. Spurs are probably um there with the conversation of fourth with Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United, who are, they're always going to suffer defeats. I mean, this weekend just proved anything that, you know, they're not as big as they, they think they are and they can be beaten, especially on the home turf. Um, so that gap is still going to be there, I reckon. Come Christmas, you'll probably see a gap emerging between ourselves and City and the rest of the league, probably around about seven or eight points at that point. And then it'll probably continue towards the end of the season where, again, it'll probably be a, a two-horse race come March that down the stretch is going to be between us two. Hopefully it's a one-horse race by the time we get into May and it's already wrapped up for the Reds. Christ, imagine that. <laughs> I don't think I can. Nah. Oh, dear. But, yeah, nah. Sai, your, your <laughs> take on um, on the Spurs situation. I mean, they are missing yeah. a lot of players, but is, is I mean, if they're not going to trust Ericsson at the minute, is Ali Ndombele? I've not really seen anything of Lo Celso, but is that really going to transform him? Uh, it doesn't sound better than what they had before. Um, I mean, I've not seen much of them either, but, I mean... They had a pretty good. I mean, I thought their midfield is their midfield, and their has always been pretty strong. I mean, Ali hasn't really been in form though lately. And um, if he could find some form, uh, for me, uh, Ericsson is one of the best midfielders in the league. So it's kind of, and he's been there for such a long time that he knows the league very well. So if they do lose him, or if he's being benched, or if he's having issues with Potts, it's really. I think that's that's just that's always good, will reflect very badly, and then they've lost a lot at the back. I think they've got a really bad back four now, whereas in the past mm. you'd have they they've always had a really good good defense with good attacking wing backs, and now they've got Rose and and um, Walker Peters or Foyth or Aurier and I don't think. They're, I think they're all pretty average, to be honest with you. And they don't yeah. offer much. They yeah. don't offer a lot of threat. And Rose has wanted to leave for a few years now as well. Yeah, so it's really, and then they don't really have anyone else who can play left back. Yeah, I think Ben Davies is injured retired. as well. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, but he's he's okay, mm. but um, he a, hasn't really improved much. Anything, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a squad player, and then. Um, yeah, so they're looking pretty bad at the back, which is a huge Davinson issue Sanchez for them. Is not what he was, not what we thought. No, he was I thought because I, I, I really wanted us to buy him for a long time, and he seems to have just gotten worse and worse. And now he's just errors constantly. He just gets booked all like he's just not great, and I don't know why. For Tangan is being benched. He's probably their best 
their best yeah. defender. So I, I it's very Toby's strange. Still, yeah, but it, it's weird. Like they had a core of Toby and Vertonghen for so many years. Yeah, and it worked really, really well. Yeah. I think they, I think they work a lot better. Or even the back three seem to work okay, but then yeah, yeah. they don't really have wing backs now that they had. I think Aurier could play right wing back. He can't really yeah. defend, but he's quite good going forward. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just that midfield. Then it's just, just yeah. I just think that and doesn't have a return. This, and, uh, yeah. No, I really never returned it on. Well, not on the game. I imagine yeah. updated and. The press conference, but I just look there and it says on uh, not noted return, so that's a that's a worry. That's a big worry, actually. Uh, yeah, Sissoko and Winks is not a very good midfield, as, as shown against Newcastle. <laughs> no. Bastards. Um, so it does look a little like I mean, it does look bleak, but I can see if they do have a, a few people come back, Son hit some form, I think that's vital. For them, but I just don't think he seems to play very well with Kane. So um it's kind of like almost their their two best things about them are probably Kane and Son. And if they don't play well in the field, then they've got a huge issue. So they need to fit, they need to find a way for them both to play their best football when they're both on the pitch. Or, or I don't know what else they can do, but they're I think that's a massive issue that they. That we saw from them last year, so it'd be interesting if they can fix that or not. But yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it is just the August curse, man. But I imagine we'll see Ericsson either out of the club or straight back in the first team. Because good God, uh, without Endombele, that team on on um, Sunday was. Uh, um, not good. Um, other transfer dilemma. I've just got one. I'm still tinkering in the background here. Um, <laughs> Daniel James or Dwight McNeil? Both six. McNeil. Yeah, that's what I've gone for as well. Oh, only on the basis that he starts more often than not for Burnley. Obviously, he's a uh, he, he come through last season. I, I was impressed with him when he when we played him at Anfield. Yeah, he was there. He terrorised Trent, to be quite honest with you. Um, but I think Daniel James is probably... He's in and out this team. I, you'll probably see him featured against lesser teams from the start. But big games, I don't think he's going to get the trust of uh, Ole at the wheel. Yeah. But uh, If Martial's out a lot longish it could, time, it could set It could in, be a feature for yeah. this weekend, yeah. Yeah, I do agree. Like as, as we mentioned when I mentioned Pope, their fixtures after us are pretty much perfect as well so I think long term McNeil and plus with 6 million it's so easy to change off him if they do turn shit so yeah I'll, I'll yeah. probably go McNeil out of them, them I two. think one thing we should probably note I've only obviously just having the TV on in the background is there's League Cup fixtures this week for teams that uh, aren't in Europe yeah. so probably around about 11 or 12 of the Premier League teams are going to feature I mean you'd imagine the majority of them will use the squad players if they're playing lower league opposition, which then could force a a player to break their way into the starting lineup over the next few weeks. Or b, if they've got, I think there's a couple of all Premier League ties where you might actually be careful to select your players who may pick up an injury over the next couple of nights where they're playing football. So I think maybe if you are gonna 
play your wild card like you are, guy, you might want to just finalise that on Friday night. Um, just see who's oh, fit and who's not. Oh, but then also, anyone else who's keeping an eye on players, um, there is a few juicy ties in the League Cup, so you may just want to keep an eye on who plays and who doesn't play and if there's any knocks that come out of those games. Yeah, very true. Very true. I completely forgot about the League Cup. I will actually get the fixtures up in the next one just to point out some key ones. Um, many, many forget about the League Cup, including Jurgen Klopp, so that's not to worry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait to see uh, midfield of Lalana, Milner and Chiravella, whenever that is. <laughs> um, oh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's a disappointment <laughs> in your voice there. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> uh, I can't believe Chiruvella's still here. Um, yeah, but... He scored last night. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah, the under-23s beat uh, Southampton 4-2. Oh, yeah, uh, I've got it on flash. I didn't see who scored. I, just, uh, I think Brewster got two, Chiruvella got one, and somebody else. I know Harvey Allen got one or two assists as well. Lovely. Uh, All top there up. he is. Messi. Top knot. <laughs> Always a top knot. Top knot Messi. Um, yeah, another, <laughs> uh, another transfer dilemma I'm kind of having because I don't want to go overboard with Brighton. And I think their fixtures have taken a turn. Well, I think they've got Man City next. Yeah, the fixtures do take a turn for the worse now. And I kind of want to get rid of Montoya. Um, is there any four point? Five-ish defenders that jump out at you, Simon. Um, Soyan Soyse, Soyse, as I call him because I cannot pronounce his name. The <laughs> defender at Leicester, just because he's cheap and Leicester. I mean, for, I don't know. He the fixtures are quite mixed. Mm, um, David Luiz. Maybe, um, Burnley. But I know you're doing it over Lowland, but. And, I've, and if you already have Pope, it could be a little bit too much. But I do mm. think they do have. Like, I mean, like if they can find the their form that they had two years ago, they. I mean, you'd expect them to get a fair few clean sheets. And um, there's not really a lot of options. Aaron's, or maybe he's five actually. Is he? Aaron's is four point five. I think. Yeah, he, I've got him myself. Yeah, I, he's like he does offer a lot of threat, but I, just the way that Norwich play, I'd be very surprised if they kept one clean sheet all, all season. Could go for Newcastle. No, although that's just no. recency bias. No. But they do defend. <laughs> they just throw everyone behind the ball. You know, it's not. It's it's not the worst shout in the world. It's well, not too fair. It's not. One player who's impressed me, guy, is Tyrone Mings. I've been yeah, at least 4.5. I quite like Engels as well, to be fair. I think yeah. they're fixtures. Yeah, Aston Villa's not a bad. Well, they've got, got a nice run of fixtures because yeah, I've got Palace away, Tom Heaton myself. Yeah. Palace away, yeah. West Ham at home, Arsenal away, Burnley home, Norwich away, Brighton at home. So it's not bad. I mean, Tyrone Mings is probably the safest of safe bets because I, mean, I don't really... I think he's pretty much their... Is he their captain? No, I don't think he is. Think Grealish no, is Grealish is the captain, yeah, but vice, he is their main centre-half. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good shout, because I... Uh, just not that good to think to me. Fuck it, I'll gamble on him. One oh, point. you could go Martin Kelly at 4.1, who has been 
featuring for Palace. I, I mean, I think Sacco's back soonish. Yeah, they've got a I bit of a patchy fixture list, though. Yeah, I, I think, think he's he's a risk. Yeah, I think they'll probably settle on. I think Tompkins is out longer, so maybe Cahill and Sacco for now. And they have to work. They have horrible fixtures after after Aston Villa at home. They've only got one nice fixture out of the next like ten, really. Norwich at home, and even that's not a great defensive. I've got Lundstrom. I don't want to double up on stuff. Chef United. (laughs) I always forget Lundstrom's a defender. Um, Yeah. And Baldock was looking at me there. Um, I don't. I would. I would hardly avoid Southampton's fixtures as well if I were you. Any Southampton defenders? They've got uh, United, Spurs, and Chelsea in the next five games. Christ, their opening fixtures have not been kind to them. Oh God, that's brutal. So uh, anyone who's got, I think there's a couple of people in our um, money league who've got Bednarek. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he could be one that you might actually want to switch off to. Um, but. Around the four point five region, there's not that yeah, many to play with. If Watford got good, there's a few there. Don't trust them yet. Don't uh, do it. <laughs> what are West Ham's <laughs> fixtures like? Uh, not too bad. If you could stretch, or oh, all of no point one million to four point six, I think we oh, mentioned him last week. Is Eric Peters of Burnley? Right. Obviously, we've touched we've touched on Burnley's nice fixture run in the next few weeks, but at four point six, he seems to have claimed the fullback spot for his own now. Yeah, that's very true. I think West Ham are the most tempting ones. Not West Ham. Um, our Villa defenders are the most tempting ones at the minute because they seem settled apart from right back and that Gieber. I think Carragher called him Gilbert, <laughs> which made me chuckle. Gieber. Um, Played right back over El Mahamadi, but over than that, the other three seem settled. So I think I might go Ings for Montoya at the min, just to avoid bad fixtures. Um, but I still have Trossard, so I'm not completely binned off Burnley. Um, what else did we have on the old agenda here? Um, injury doubts. We've talked, we've kind of alluded to it, but Martial and Mount. Um, if they're well, I think Mount's got a yellow thing, and I've just took Martial out, so I'm not sure what his triangle is. But if Mount and Martial are out, is that um you've got to transfer out one of them um to avoid playing a, a crap midfield? I mean, what what would you do in that situation, sir? I have Martial, but I've already I'm already on a minus four, and I don't. Mm. The only person that I want from is Mount, so I definitely wouldn't take. The, you know, it would be a huge <laughs> risk to bring one in and take one out. So I think I'm going to stick with him. And I have that guy um, uh, Greenwood on my bench, who yeah. I don't think he'll play, but it's slim. They don't really have any any anyone else who can play up front unless they put Rashford back into the number nine spot and then. Play someone like that's when you've got Lingard, that's when you got Lingard on the wing there. <laughs> Lingard or Mata, yeah. So I mean, it's possible. Ooh, like he's, he's let's got look a lot of let's hype. Look, let's look oh. who's playing Man United because eh? <laughs> that team is keeping yeah, a clean yeah. sheet. Good God, oh God. Well, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you there. But so he could get a little nod. I mean, he was all built up and hyped by my new fans as being the next coming of fucking Ibrahimovic or something. I don't know. He seems to be getting. A lot of unnecessary hype, but I mean, 
it could be a chance for him just to get a couple of minutes. But I did, if I wasn't on a hit, I probably would take Martial out. But I mean, mm. I do think he's a nice pick anyway, long term. He's yeah. he's just because he's playing up front and he's not that expensive. So if I was on a what wild card, I probably wouldn't hold on to him unless he's definitely fit. But it looks like I think yeah. he said he might feature. Mount seems more likely to play. I think his knock didn't look that bad, yeah. really. I think we'll, I think with the press conferences, they'll, they'll clear it up. Yeah. yeah, I think if you've got both of them, like I did, if if the press conference says 50-50, I'd probably get rid of one of them. Yeah. Because it's, it's easy to go back. I mean, Martial, you can probably go to numerous sevens or sixes or whatever for a week and then go back um, easily. Lane guard for a week. Oh, God. <laughs> Someone will have Lingard in their team, <laughs> won't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Chip oh, a captain as well, probably. Yeah, there's going to be that one week where he scores like a hat-trick against, like... I don't want to say Newcastle, because I was mean to him last week, and then, the, then they annoyed me. Nards, probably. Or Watford. Watford are, bad. <laughs> Watford are bad now, so they're going to win 5-0, as I said. Um, so you'll score a hat-trick against Watford, and someone will have him triple captain, because someone's a time-traveller. That's how this game works. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. By the way, Southampton at home against Manu, so Danny Ings hat trick. Um, if that's going to be the team, yeah. Um, it's a it's a weird one. It's a weird one with them at the min. If you are looking for a quick trade on Martial, there's there's plenty of value out there in the the probably the six to seven and a half eight million region. If you do want to switch, I mean, I quite like the look of. Uh, Poor such a Chelsea he seems to yeah, right, settle settled at the moment and Chelsea have got some nice fixtures coming up. Obviously I think they Pedro don't look like as well, so it kind of confirms Yeah. Effect. They don't look like they're gonna probably blow too many teams away, but they 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 probably will involved in some exciting games. I mean they've got Sheffield United at home this weekend, which you'd like to think maybe Chelsea at home might just try and impose the the size that they are uh, onto a small club. And just to add on to that, it's another championship team, so Tammy Abraham's probably going to score again. So, More than likely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you flick down through like, the the price range of midfielders, uh, David Silva, 7.4 million. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a debate if he plays or not for, for City or not, but going further down, you've got the likes of Madison at 7, uh, Felipe Anderson at 6.9, who's starting to get going this season for West Ham. And Is then if you go further... Jesus. Yep, he's gone down from seven million. And if you go further along into the the cheaper price range, then you've got Almiron from Newcastle, who looks as though yeah. he's uh, he's he's obviously key to. He played this week wide, um, but then he plays off Jolinton as well. And then one of the one we must know picked up a knock though, so that means he'll be playing behind Muto, which isn't potentially as yeah. uh, our very own Harry Wilson is six million. Mm. He's two goals in two weeks, but also Charlie Daniels picked up an injury and he come on to replace him at the weekend. And by the looks of the injury, it looks like it might be quite serious. Maybe a, he didn't play. A, did he play left wing back? I wasn't watching the game. Sorry, because I, I didn't watch play, it. Yeah, I know they were playing further back. I've just gone off Eddie Howe's yeah. press conference this morning, but he did. He said like, it doesn't look good for Charlie Daniels and seeing the actual way he went down and Rico's he held his knee straight away. 
We can play Rico against Simon. I've got Rico. Oh, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> One point incoming. For Rico Surgeons. He's back. Oh, uh, he's so bad. I, he's such a bad player. I'd go Harry Wilson the six million. I mean, he's only got two point one percent ownership at the moment. So for mm. me, he's probably he's probably one that you could have as your fifth midfielder if you've got a few around the eight million mark, and then maybe one or two at the top end, Salad or Sterling. But I like the look of Harry Wilson. Um, I don't think he's probably good enough to make it at Liverpool, but Bournemouth maybe is level where he's 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 good enough at that level, like Classum Adelaide syndrome where. Mm. Mid table is your standard, but the top end is just not for you because it's yeah. too much. With Ryan Fraser, I think he's on a free as well. I mean, they might stump up the cash for Harry Wilson next summer if he does impress. So it does make sense um, as well in that regard. Um, so yeah, I, I quite like the Harry Wilson shot. If he settles in the team, whatever position, probably not left wing back would be the best, but I imagine the change from that formation. Um, he, he, he could be one of interest, uh, and obviously against Man City, it's not really a, a great indicator to play from open play, but it'll be interesting to see against the easier team. I haven't even got Bournemouth fixtures in front of me. Let's have a looky. Uh, Leicester away, Everton home, Southampton away, West Ham at home, and then Arsenal away. So it's not too bad. He could easily gamble. There's easily few... goals. Yeah, yeah, most, absolutely. Most definitely goals in them games. Absolutely. It's just a shame that they've not started too well because, like I had Fraser at the start, people have had Callum Wilson, Josh King, etc. So it'd be a bit of a gamble, but Harry Wilson, six mil, you can take gambles, can't you, with that? Really? Um, I know I've mentioned him a lot. Fuck Harry Kane and all that jazz. But, <laughs> yeah, him, him being awful this month. I know he scored against Aston Villa, but he was pretty bad in that game as well. And he's playing a lot deeper. Has his chain is his role changed seemingly changed that much that he's not worth his eleven million price tag, sir? Um it seemed like that at the end of last year, but then earlier on in the season he seemed to be back to himself. He took loads of shots and then he just reverted back to his his bad form. Again at Newcastle, so I wonder if it is what I was talking about that him and Son just don't work well, and he finds himself wants to pick up the ball a little bit more in midfield, and he's not in the box as much. He's not as involved in the attacks. He's trying to make something happen. I wonder. I don't know. I don't have the stats to back up that. That's just what it seems to be. He plays more almost as a midfielder to try and pick up the ball. And whereas when it's only him, he seems to be in the box a lot more often. And I don't know if that is the answer, but he does seem to bounce back and forth between those two roles. Because he did look, I think, what was the second match they played? Um, where they just what. Where they won? Oh, sorry, the first match where they Villa. where they were very bad, and then the last ten minutes he was kind of he took quite a lot of shots and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a weird one. He does seem to be developing into more of a kind of a ten a little bit than a number nine, where he's like in the box all the time, taking shot after shot. Like he does seem to want to be on the ball a little bit more than he did. So perhaps he's not really 
an 11 million player anymore and especially when you've got Aubameyang at the same value who's a much more prolific player he'll just you know he'll, I think he'll definitely well I think he's going to end up with more points overall but then Harry Kane has that ability to play really really bad and still pick up like a 10 or 15 point haul out of nowhere which is the risk without owning him but yeah he's, he's a very tough player to watch when he's in your fantasy football team because he can often just play really really bad and be completely uninvolved you know I saw a lot of him at the halfway line against Newcastle and I was just like I did a few, <laughs> I did a few tweets on it oh my god <laughs> oh god um, just Jesus yeah it's uh, not pretty um yeah, I've just kind of, I'm kind of got, I've gone on understand, I do not understand a lot of this, <laughs> but it looks like he's... Understand, understand. Yeah, it just, it looks like he's just, um, he's just not taken, he's not just involved that much, like, do you know those football radar things, his is yeah. pretty ordinary, like, quite a few of it's around the average, apart from goals per night. Which kind of sums him up, really. Um, obviously, there'll be better people to look at that properly, but yeah, it doesn't. It does visually. It doesn't look that pretty. Um, but anyway, fuck. Is it. he fuck just trying to do too much? Possibly. You just think, I like possibly. Yeah, I think because he just wants not be on the ball. Yeah, I think when they because they've not got yeah Ali we... there and they've not got Ericsson oh, firing. And yeah, class back 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 in day. Um, him and Ali used to have like one of the best relationships where Harry Kane kind of dropped deep and Ali had run on behind, didn't he? And I know yeah. he's not he's not really had that first two seasons form where he was like fifteen and ten in terms of goals and assists anymore. But if they're trying to recapture that with Son Lamella for some reason, uh, it it just seemingly hasn't worked as well. But Ericsson missing he he kind of needs to get involved because nobody else is going to come back and grab the game by the scruff of the neck and control it's yeah possibly you're right with that he, maybe he doesn't trust the people around him like Sissoko's not going to do shit over the runabout is he um, and Harry Winks is just a recycler if that's the right term so he's not really going to do much either so yeah possibly with the lack of other injuries and people still getting uh, integrated into the team, maybe there's he doesn't trust them and he plays on the halfway line just to piss me off. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think you're right with that one, Jay. To be fair, um, we have spoke a lot. I think we're up to about fifty minutes now, so we'll go through as much as we can. Um, Watford, Si, I know you have a, or had a. Do you have Kafka or one have, of the defenders? Um, I have. Uh, for me, for me, no. Firmino. Kiko, if only <laughs> Kiko Firmino. I have. He's this new. He's this new Watford defender. He's brilliant. Right. Ah, it's remember, it's Rogers playing him at right wing back all over again. <laughs> uh, yeah. What What's the problem with Watford? Because I mean, in in preseason, people mention them. They always start quickly. Like I had a few drafts with like Decorin still in, and yeah. What What's up with Watford, Simon? I don't know. I don't know what's happened with them. They seem to just completely turned really really bad because they were quite good last year they they went through one bad spell of, of maybe about three or four months i remember but when 
they're on form. They were like, especially against the lower league teams, they seem to play quite well. But now they're just really having a horrible time. So it, like they haven't really brought anyone in or lost any major people or any like they've kind of got pretty much the same squad that they had. Deanie's um, injured as well. From, I think. Deanie's injured, but with that, really, that shouldn't really affect their defense. <laughs> well, they did get Wellbeck in, so you know. Well, Sa- to be fair, Sarah Sar as well. He's not started yet. I don't think. So he, yeah, he could be transformative. Uh, I it's hard. Yeah, I I don't know what the problem is because I haven't. To be honest with you, I haven't watched any of their full matches. I've just watched a couple of highlights, and they they just look like they can't defend anymore. I mean, not that they were ever a great defensive team, but Ben Foster is not bad. They have an okay defense, but they just seem to have had a really bad start, which is quite is isn't what we were expecting from them at all. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. I don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah, it's very strange. I think Javi Grassi is like favourite to get sacked now as well. Well, I know Watford love, a, love to sack a manager, so they've probably just been waiting for that for a while. Um, <clears throat> we've obviously talked a lot about wildcards in this one with my team. Um, Adam, who's been on this pod a couple of times as well, he's currently... Um, done his wildcard and he's just put it in the WhatsApp group asking for advice. Um, so we'll go through his team quickly and just discuss that for the last 10 and then we'll look at the uh, upcoming game week for captain picks and stuff like that. Uh, McGovern, Adrian, Emerson, Dinier, Zinchenko, Trent, Lundstrom, Salah, Sterling, De Bruyne, Chong, Mount, Greenwood, Pookie and Haller. I quite like that to be fair he seems obviously you've kind of only got the two strikers but I think that's fine um maybe set up for more of a oh god probably more set up for like a five at the back really um but yeah it's it's just a it's a bit of a gamble considering you've got two players who definitely wouldn't play so maybe switch Chong to um I don't know, Dendonker or Cantwell, if possible. Cantwell. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd presume... Go on, Jago. Let's just say, just having a little browse at his team now, as a guy, Greenwood and Chong aren't probably going to feature if any of them, one of them might be on the bench. So just to guarantee yourself, if you are going to, however you're going to set up, for me, I always look to have two players on the bench with guaranteed starters for the teams. Mm. So, if you are going to play a four-four-two, four-five-one, however, um, obviously he's gone heavy in the midfield with Salah and Sterling, which has took up a quarter of his budget pretty much. So, I think overall he's got a, it's a pretty solid and settled team. But for me, I would probably just change one of those young United lads and try and find someone in the lower echelons of the the league who's, who's going to feature week in, week out for the team. They might only get you two to three points, but should Pep's Wheel of Fortune rotate the player out like De Bruyne or Sterling for whatever reason, then at least you know that player coming off the bench for you is going to get you two to three points each week. I'd maybe change, say, well, maybe you could get Mount 
to a 5.5 five and an upgrade Chong to a 5-ish, depending on how the maths work. Maybe you could do, just to save money, say Trent to um, Van Dijk, and then there's another 0.5 and you could put a bit more in more in the midfield. I'm, I think the forward line works because, I mean, two is plenty and Haller and Pookie are going to start every week barring injury. So Greenwood's fine as a price dump. I think Chong's the one because in midfield, as you said, Pep's bald and likes to rotate quite a bit. Um, so I think Chong's probably the biggest question mark there. I think everything else is fine. I, like the defence, I think, is fine. But if you want to play around with money a bit more, maybe change that. I think Emerson's kind of emerged as a, quite a good FPR set because he gets forward quite a bit. Uh, but I think he, I think, well, I saw him take a set piece. It was one of the worst set pieces I've ever seen. But he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, I think that, I think that's fine. I think Chong's just the main question mark, Adam. If you, ah, well, I hope you're listening. Now that we've made you talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ch- I'd probably say yeah, the Chong. Yeah, I, I, I just got to say Chong up a bit. I, I wonder if Adam has put him in because he he ran out of money and he didn't have more than four point four million to spend. And, he, mm. and there's not, I don't think there's any other 4.4 mids. So I think maybe he might, he might have to look at downgrading somewhere else because it is, it's just way too much of a risk. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't go with Adrian on a wild card. Yeah. I think it's an easy, it's happen, an easy change it? from Adrian though. Cause yeah. Unless Pope goes up in price and if you, if what you're saying is very tight on money, that might be a problem. But. There's plenty of options. I've got one option for him to free up some cash if if he's willing to uh, Mm -hmm. listen to this. um, He could go and drop Mount and Chong and get one of, well, I have Ceballos at 5.5 or there's the option of Neves at 5.5 also. And that could also free up, then you could get Cantwell in. Um, So there is players there out there. You could even Go even Joe Willock at the moment at Arsenal who seems to be playing week in week house. Uh, Henderson's five point five for Liverpool, so there's there's plenty of talent out there at five point five that you could probably get yeah. and free up a little bit of cash and then maybe look to upgrade because obviously um, at the moment Mount is six point two, so you you're going to save yourself at least half a million or more um, if you swap Mount for one of those five point five players, which then could mean. You could get Chong up to a five million rated player who's probably going to play week in week out. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd agree with that. Everything else fine. Just have a tinker around with Chong and some others. I think Adam. Um, yeah. Um, what else did we have before we finished up? Uh, we did Chelsea last week, so we won't mention them again. Um, Man City's a given, so won't mention them. Newcastle, let's touch on them for like a minute or so. With the surprise result against Tottenham, obviously Jolington looked quite good, but uh, I think we said he had an injury or it looked like he got an injury. We, again, wait for the press conference with him. Um, <clears throat> James, is, is Newcastle now gone from literally away with a barge pole to now being an option like I mean Sai mentioned the defence being decent or a lot of them uh, being there at the same time equals being decent uh, and Joel Linton and Almiron are they actual options now or is it still wait and see with them I think it might be a wait and see I mean this weekend's 
fixtures huge for for both teams. They're at home to Watford. Obviously, the the home fans will will think that you know Newcastle may be starting to turn a corner or look like the, they've actually got their act together under Steve Bruce, which is quite hard to say and believe. But you know we'll we'll go with it for now. Um, and Watford in dire straits, they really need to get some points and goals on the board. Um, they're currently the only team I think in the four divisions of England that haven't actually got a point on the board so they really need to get something um, and it probably is up there as whoever loses that game They've, their manager's probably up for the chop over the next few weeks maybe even the international break but Newcastle have got a few tricky fixtures uh, they, they come to us after the international break which is the early kickoff. they also go to Leicester and then they've got Man United, Chelsea and Wolves back to back in October so they're not exactly easy fixtures, you would say. So I'd probably avoid the defence. Um, keep an eye on maybe Joe Linton and Almiron and just see how they get on over the next few weeks and if they are to remain fit and keep fighting. Yeah, and, and Sam Maxim got injured as well and he, he, he kind of added something a bit different, which is a shame. Yeah, he, he went off early on, I think, for Christian Atsu and he sort of tweaked the formation slightly. Um, but they, they did play a five across the middle, so... They are relying heavily on Joe Linton top to do the business for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sai, with with an eye to next week, who who you uh, got as a, a captain? Um, Sterling, without a doubt. Just think, um, Brighton at home is just probably one of the nicest fixtures. I think they could win that match, like four, four, four or five nil. Obviously. Aguero would be my pick if I could pick just one person out of anyone, but unfortunately, I don't. I don't actually own him, but I think Sterling is a pretty good alternative to him. Salah, right to Burnley, I think is just a little. I think it's just a little bit too tricky, especially if there is a rumor that Trent won't start. It would, I, that's one of those ones. I think we might just win it like one 0 or two one or something. Um, I don't think there's really any other. Option unless you were invested in the Arsenal Spurs match and hoped that would be a big kind of open match, mental, but don't I don't think. Yeah. yeah, they do, but I just think it's just oh god, yeah, Aubameyang or yeah. Kane. But I just think with Man, I just think with that fixture home to Brighton, it's not really worth risking anywhere else. And then maybe Chelsea home to Sheffield United, but there's not really anyone there that I'd want to put the armband on. We don't know if. Uh, we don't really know who'll be up top. I mean, Abraham is probably going to play, but there's that little kind of doubt that he mightn't be the one start with him. So, or something. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's not really worth the risk. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Sterling or Aguero or even De Bruyne would be, any of them would be my pick anyway. Yeah, good show. I, I, it's on Aguero at the minute, and I think it will stay like that. If I had a triple captain, <laughs> I'd be tempted with that one. Oh, God, he just blank. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. There you go. Don't captain Aguero. It'd be people. one nil to Brighton, I'm telling you. <laughs> you triple captain Aguero. <laughs> uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. So me wanting to do it means he's going to get eight goals. Um, Jay, what are you looking at, captain-wise? Uh, I'm kind of torn between two. Um, obviously... Most of the season, my uh, captaincy stays on Mo Salah uh, away at Burnley. Obviously, we've got a week's rest, so 
plenty of uh, opportunity for the lads to recover from the weekend. Um, but my other one that I'm kind of tempted towards is Jamie Vardy at home to Bournemouth. Um, obviously, he got his first goal of the season last week. Leicester are playing pretty well. Um, Bournemouth don't seem to be able to defend, really, at the back. Um, and I think maybe just to go against the grain of everyone else, because I imagine most people will go Man City heavy. Um, I've just had a look at their recent history against Brighton. The, the four times they've played them over the past two seasons, they've scored nine and conceded two. Um, so, you know, you, you quite fancy City, especially at home, to to probably put up a rouse against them. Um, hopefully, regard, I don't want to say this, but hopefully Bernardo Silva gets some points because he's at the moment he's failing to achieve yeah. anything for me. Well, are you, are you tempted to move off of him? Because he is... I am, yeah. but it's Man City and it's Bernardo and he is quality. So I think I might just give him another three or four weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'd probably be a late decision to see how, how we get on towards the end of the yeah. week. Yeah, done with. I don't think Vardy will feature for Leicester midweek, but he may come off the bench. I think they've got a tricky cup tie in the League Cup, to be quite honest. But... Um, I might just go against the green and go with Vardy and gamble on them getting a couple of goals at home. Yeah, that's a fair bet because Bournemouth, are, well, they keep buggering about with systems and stuff like that. So it, it, it should be one of them games Vardy does well. In. So, yeah, that's a good shout. Um, before we finish up, just a quick look at fixtures. Uh, anything that's jumping out for me? I mean, the North London Derby is the obvious one. Uh, West Ham Norwich could be fun. Hallow v Pookie. Um, anything jumping out at you two? I quite like the look of Everton Wolves. Mm. Uh, the the early fixture on Sunday. Obviously, Wolves are at home to Torino on Thursday. In the Europa League, they go into that with a 3-2 lead. So, it's going to be a tough game. Torino are going to come and have a go at them. So, it depends what, time, what type of side he puts out. But, Everton will need to bounce back from uh, their defeat to Villa last week at home. They, they're pretty formidable. I don't think they've conceded a goal at home in around about eight months or something silly like that. Um, so that could be a, an interesting fixture just as a as a neutral in terms of watching a game of football. Maybe not goals galore, but it yeah. might just be an interesting end-to-end game. It'd be interesting to see Wolves a bit more in person as well, rather than just going off results. Because I don't think I don't think they've been on TV that much. Um, but yeah, anything jumping out at you, say? Not that hasn't been mentioned, but just I'd say what Jay said about the Newcastle Watford match. I think that might be an interesting one to watch because it's pretty much I think it's a must-win for Watford now, um, and Newcastle will be on on a. Massive big high after that, after the beating Spurs away from home. So it'll be, I think that could be a fun match to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. If if Watford loses, you could genuinely see Gracia being fired as well. So that would be another random Italian or some other manager in, in the uh, Watford uh, dugout after the international break. But yeah, that that's it. Uh, that's it for this week we'll be back next week where I title the show Fuck Aguero I imagine <laughs> um, after proclaiming our triple captain name if possible we'll we'll be back next week so thank you both for, for joining me thank you everyone for listening at home bye bye <laughs>
Podcast Network.